Ladies and gentlemen, the Detroit Lions are going to be favored in a National Football League game this year. Woo! You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Locked on Lions, Locked on Podcast Network. We played it on a Tuesday, July the 5th, in a Wednesday, July the 6th. Matt Derry with you on the Locked on Podcast Network. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching, making us your first listen each and every day here on Locked on Lions. Yes, coming up on the show today, betonline.ag, our good friends, one of our great sponsors, has all the point spreads right now. For every single game the Lions are going to play this year. Now, is this dumb and a stupid summer topic? Yes. Are we going to do it? Absolutely. Right here on Locked On Lions. And indeed, the Lions are finally favored in a football game. We talked about it yesterday. The Lions were underdogs in every single game they played last year. Yet, they finished the season 11-6 and against the number. We will tell you what the odds look like for the season for the Lions, and obviously these will change as the year goes on, but we'll get into what they look like right now coming up on the program today. Also, a CBSSports.com writer rips Dan Campbell. Wow. This made no sense. I know this is making the rounds today. We will talk about it as well on the show. Also, one of our YouTube uh, subscribers and commenters uh, made a comment that kind of... um, resonated with me and I'll explain it in terms of going to games we'll get into that and also the Lions will have a new beat writer coming up this season we'll tell you about that on Locked On Lions today again thanks for making us your first listen and listening and watching wherever you find us we can find us on Twitter at Derry Speaks D-E-R-Y Speaks at Locked On Lions on Twitter the Matt Derry Facebook fan page and also right here on YouTube if you're watching the video and subscribe on YouTube We appreciate you doing so, and uh, check us out each and every day here on the video side. Subscribe to our Locked On Lions YouTube channel. All right, uh, first and foremost, I love when I open up my inbox, and uh, I know this is not a Jimmy Fallon bit, but I open up my inbox, and I see an email from the legendary Jimmy Shapiro. Or is it Shapiro? I don't know. But regardless, Jimmy likes to send stuff from our friends at Bet Online. And they are the latest odds for NFC North teams throughout the season. And for the first time, like I said, in years, it seems like, the Lions are going to be favored in a game this year. There are 15 games that have uh, been put out so far uh, on the docket for the Lions. 14 of them, the Lions are underdogs. And uh, one of the games, they are a favorite. Anybody want to guess which game the Lions are favored in? Is it the game against the Jets? No. Carolina? No. Uh, The Bears? Even. No. Not even that game. Actually, that's one of the games. The game uh, with Chicago at Detroit is uh, not yet on the board, uh, apparently. But indeed... When the uh, Detroit Lions uh, host 
the Jacksonville Jaguars. And so let's hold on. I'm, I'm doing this on the fly. Week 13, the Lions are two and a half point favorites right now in Vegas over the Jaguars. First time in years. <laughs> First time in two years that your Detroit Lions are favored in a game. It is week 13 against Jacksonville. Excitement galore. Interesting, to say the least. The remaining games that Vegas has odds for for the Lions, they are underdogs. Week one, right now, if you want to gamble on the Lions in week one, right now against Philadelphia Eagles at home, I don't even know the date. Is it September 9th, 11th, whatever it is? The Philadelphia Eagles will come in as four-point favorites against your Honolulu Blue and Silver Gladiators right now. That was one year ago that the Eagles came into town and absolutely whooped on the Lions. I mean, it was ugly, and the Lions could not stop Philadelphia en route to like a 41-6 loss or whatever it was. Week 2, Washington at Detroit. The Lions are just a one-and-a-half point underdog. Lions at the Vikings. Detroit plus nine. Seahawks at Lions. That would have been one I would have guessed. Lions plus one and a half. Lions at Patriots. Detroit minus, or Detroit plus, excuse me, nine and a half. Is it their biggest point spread to overcome so far? No. Because the next week, I believe this is after a bye, the Lions go to Dallas, take on the Cowboys. Then Dallas is a ten and a half point favorite right now. Detroit hosting Miami. Lions plus four. Green Bay at the Lions. Lions plus eight. Lions at the Bears. Chicago is just a two, just a two-point favorite. That will change as the season goes on. Lions at the Giants. New York minus two and a half. Buffalo at the Lions. Thanksgiving Day. Detroit plus nine. We mentioned Jacksonville at the Lions. Lions minus two and a half. And then a Detroit hosting Minnesota. Lions plus five and a half. Lions at the Jets. New York minus three. And then Lions at the Panthers. Carolina minus three. So the Bears game at home and the Green Bay game in Green Bay are not yet on the board for the Lions. Does that surprise you? Um, It does a little for me. I figured that the Lions would be favored maybe in a couple of these games, including uh, the Chicago game because I think the Bears are bad. Maybe even the Carolina game. I know that's a road game for Detroit at Carolina where the Panthers are minus three. Home games, you know, Washington, I think that's going to be around a pick in week two, and then a lot will be based on what Washington looks like with Carson Wentz in week one. But I think Washington, while their defense is pretty good, they got a nice front. Uh, I, I think Wentz and company stink. I know McLaurin's good, but I could see the Lions being favored in that game. Uh, and the Seahawks game, too. I mean, if Drew Locke and... Geno Smith and that band of renown really, really start slow and look bad. The Lions might just be favored in week four in that game against Seattle. But currently right now, they're at plus one and a half. Anybody uh, argue with that? Any? I mean, the Jacksonville game, okay. That's pretty cool. Lions are, uh, Lions are favored. <laughs> it just goes to show what damage, what type of damage, what kind of damage Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia did to this organization that after 2020, 
this team, and I know that there was the COVID year and the, the games, there were no fans and all that. It just goes to show just how low it got here for this football team. But people talking uh, about the health of Jeffrey Okuda, another year of Aaron Glenn as defensive coordinator and all of that, giving this Lions team an opportunity to get better. And I think as the season goes on, we will see more games where Detroit is favored. Not a lot, but a handful. So uh, I truly believe that to uh, be the case. All right, Dan Campbell, uh, someone took a shot at Dan Campbell and ranked him on a list that I think is ridiculous. And we will explain that coming up momentarily. We mentioned our friends at betonline.ag. Well, betonline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, and do so at betonline.net. Major League Baseball, the trends. Who would have thunk it? The Detroit Tigers sweeping my Cleveland Guardians yesterday, a disgraceful performance from the red, white, and blue as the Tigers take two uh, down at Comerica Park. Get all the information that you need, odds, and everything else at betonline.net. It is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, live betting, esports, and scores. And betonline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. That includes MMA, boxing, and golf. Uh, whichever league you follow. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. Bet online where the game starts. All right, it is a Tuesday edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Hope everybody is uh, doing well, feeling good here as we are uh, through the 4th of July. Uh, all right, here we go with a story that has surfaced on CBSSports.com. From Cody Benjamin. This was posted before uh, the start of July here, but uh, it's just picking up some steam locally. And that is the NFL head coaching rankings from Cody Benjamin at CBSSports.com. Now, there should be no surprise at all when you look at the head coaching rankings that Andy Reid is number one of the Chiefs, although you can make an argument for Sean McVay. McVay is number two with the Rams. And at number three, Bill Belichick, number four, Mike Tomlin, and number five, John Harbaugh. One through five, you could argue, you could talk about, what about LaFleur, all these names. But bottom line is that's a pretty solid description. That's a pretty solid ranking of those top five. Bottom five coaches, and Benjamin ranks them and calls them stuck in the mud. Quote, these coaches aren't necessarily in ideal situations, but it's also hard to envision them elevating their squads. Pretty harsh, right? Number 32, last on the list, Lovey Smith, head coach of the Houston Texans. Um, it's obvious that the Texans have no idea what they're doing as an organization. Uh, they fired David Culley after one season. They botched the Deshaun Watson situation. And then when they were after certain coaches that they wanted, they couldn't get them. So they settled on Lovey Smith. Lovey Smith did a better job with the Bears than people give him credit for. He's a terrific guy. He was an unmitigated disaster with Illinois. And he comes over from Houston where last year, uh, what, he was their defensive coordinator? There you go. Probably not their first choice. He's at the bottom. Second to last, Matt Eberflus of the Bears, first-year head coach. Um Solid four years as defensive coordinator with Indianapolis. A lot of question marks about what he'll do as a head coach. And with that roster being pretty bad, 
Eberflus at 31. You could understand. All right? At number 30, number 30, he puts Dan Campbell. Second year with the Lions, third as a head coach. He counts the interim tag with the Dolphins. So 8-20-1 career record as a head coach. 3-13-1, of course, uh, with the Lions. 5-7 and seven with the Dolphins. Benjamin writes, quote, Detroit won't like this because he took the nickname Dan the Man to New Heights as a first-timer. I don't know anybody that called him Dan the Man, but okay. Invoking archaic humanity with his tearful war cries and kneecap speeches. But energy doesn't equate to wins, and his 3-13-1 and debut confirmed, and not even an influx of speedy weapons may absolve the continued commitment to quarterback Jared Goff. Note, Campbell technically served as interim head coach of the Dolphins in 2015. Dan Campbell, third to last, third worst head coach, according to Cody Benjamin of CBS Sports. Um, Come on, Cody. It's very easy, very easy to pick on Dan Campbell. First of all, nobody called him Dan the Man. Uh, MCDC, Motor City Dan Campbell, the Danimal, which is what I called him. Uh, Dan the man, not sure anybody called him that. To put Dan Campbell behind a first-year coach like Brian Dable or a third-year coach in Matt Rule who's sucked in Carolina, to put him behind Arthur Smith who last year did a pretty subpar job with the Falcons, a much um, – a much uh, – more complete roster than Detroit. Not that Atlanta was that good, but Atlanta had Matt Ryan last year and Calvin Ridley before he went AWOL and some pretty good defensive players. To put Dan Campbell behind Robert Salo, finished 4-13, and I guess because Robert Salo won one more game. Dennis Allen is the new head coach of the Saints, was an unmitigated disaster with the Raiders when they were in Oakland and was 8-28. Eight and 28 in three years. And you put Dan Campbell behind him? You know, I, you if you like Kevin O'Connell, if you like Josh McDaniels, fine. But Dan Campbell being third worst coach, I'm not buying it. You want to put him in the end? You want to put him in the back? He's not sitting first class. I get that. But third worst coach? Matt Rule is terrible. He's terrible. Dennis Allen was really bad with the Raiders. Yeah, he's been a good coordinator with the Saints. That doesn't make him a better head coach right now than Dan Campbell. I think that's unfair. Dan Campbell had his moments last year where, yes, he was archaic. Archaic. Yes, the offense stumbled. Yes, he went for it on every fourth down, and it got to the point where it cost them some games. Early in the season, I thought Dan Campbell did not do a good job. But as the season wore on, based on the roster, which was awful and injured, and finishing the year 3-3 three and three with that team, I, doesn't, I don't think warrants him as being the third-worst coach in the NFL. Now, this year we're going to find out. If he continues to botch fourth down calls, if the guys aren't ready, if the guys aren't lined up, if players don't improve, you want to make him the number 30 coach in the league? <coughs> Excuse me, go for it. But 30th now? 
No, I think that's a little bit unfair. I think it's a lot unfair, actually, to be honest with you. So those are my thoughts uh, on that piece, which I don't think is, I don't know. I wouldn't put him as the third third to last coach, but I'm not telling you he's a top 15 coach or top 20 coach yet. Hey, what about our friends at Rock Auto? The ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need, right? Right. That's why you need to go to rockauto.com to get your auto parts, and they're delivered right to your door. Seriously, you got computers, you got your phone, you got access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time, save money. When you use Rock Auto, why choose to spend like 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or dealership? I mean, go in the store, talk to somebody. No, no. You can get a better price and a better and and a time saver at rockauto.com. Their prices are reliably low for every customer. Go on their website, explore it. It's easy to navigate. Find a solution to your auto part needs. Whatever you need, new carpet, tail lamps, whatever. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. And write locked on and how how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. All right, I got to give a special shout out to our buddy Chris Burke. Uh, If you didn't see this uh, online today, and I'm a big Chris Burke fan from The Athletic, you can follow him on Twitter at Chris Burke NFL. Chris is leaving, leaving The Athletic. Uh, Lions beat to stay at theathletic.com to work as an editor in their NFL draft department. Uh, I don't know what a lot of that means. All I know is we won't be reading Chris's stuff each and every day, which is, uh, oh, hang on, that's my own voice. I'm on the fly here finding my comments. All right, here we go. Uh, Chris is awesome. And Chris, if you're watching or listening, thank you. When I was at 105.1 and Chris was at SI at Sports Illustrated covering the NFL nationally, he always came on the show. Always said yes. Always was willing to move his times around to join us on the radio show. Same went for here on Lockdown Lions. We had Chris on a lot. We appreciated him. His writing was fantastic at theathletic.com. One of the reasons why I subscribe. And uh, now he's moving to an editor position to help out with their NFL draft coverage. And I think Chris will do a great job. So shout out to him. Has a family, wants to spend more time with the wife and kids. So, Chris, we thank you. Did a great job. Colton Pouncey is taking over. Colton, if you're for those of you that followed Michigan State, a Spartan football and basketball from The Athletic. Uh, Colton is moving up from the Spartan beat to the Lions beat. So we want to wish Colton the best. We reached out to him to see if he wants to come on the show. And hopefully we will have Colton um, on soon. All right, I wanted to leave uh, everybody with this. I got a comment yesterday on YouTube that I want to read. It comes from Joseph Murdoch. And Joseph was commenting on yesterday's show. And he said, quote, home opener should be looked at as a must-win payback game. Campbell needs to have them ready to set the tone for the season with a win against a good Eagles team. Hopefully the fans show up and get loud. Go Lions. Thank you, Joseph, for watching and commenting. He made a comment there, which I want to touch on. He said, hopefully the fans show up and are loud. Um, First and foremost, 
I've always been one to say, where are the fans? Where are the crowds? Whether I'm doing my Cleveland Guardians podcast with my brother Todd, the Jerry Brothers Guardians cast, whether I've talked before about the Pistons on the Pistons pod, hear about the Lions with the Lions on the line, I locked on Lions, which we've done now for six years. And I have made reference sometimes to crowd size. And I have said, fans didn't show up or where were you guys? Or, oh my God, look at all those empty seats. I, and I've done that and I've said that. And I want to amend that to an extent because what, I think it was Randy was his name. What did I say his name was? Um, what Joseph Murdoch is writing, Joseph, sorry. It's interesting about the fans showing up. Last night, I attended the second leg of the doubleheader between the Tigers and the uh, Cleveland Guardians. As many of you know, I'm a Cleveland guy. I'm a Guardians fan. That's that's my squad. I love them so much, okay? And I was there last night. We had very good seats, sixth row behind the uh, um, um, on-deck circle for the Tigers. Awesome seats. And it was fun. And uh, actually, it wasn't fun. Um, I will say this, going to a sporting event at times can be a grind. It can be grueling. And I'm not going to sit here and complain about last night and these tickets didn't cost me anything. A friend gave them to me and I appreciated it. And the Tigers, they do as good a job as, as they can. I don't think it's a great ballpark. I think the stadium experience is average. Okay. But to hear the language that is used at these games, to hear people yelling, you suck every five seconds to the Guardians players. To a guy like Javi Baez, Javi Baez has been a bust, okay? And if you're a paying customer, you have every right to boo. You have every right to jeer a little bit. But the personal attacks, hearing people yelling stuff like, hey, Javi, you're going to get above 200? Like, you know, every pitcher that came in for the Guardians, this guy 10 rows behind me to my left. You suck. This guy sucks. That guy sucks. Hey, Sandy Leone, the backup catcher, you got a girl's name. You suck. Like, you know, the experience of going to a sporting event. And I remember last year, Kyrie Irving and the Nets flipped off the fans, used the middle finger numerous times. And I said to myself, awful way of responding for a pro athlete. And now everybody's got their phones and, and, and I'm trying to watch the game. And these people are, you know, are, they're, 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 they're got their phones up and they're videoing all the time. I don't blame many of you for staying home. Yes, Lion games are fun, right? I love Ford Field. I think Ford Field's great. And when the fans in the end zones are really into it, it does help the Lions defense. So I'm not telling you not to go. But when I read that comment from Joseph, like, hope they pack the place, I do understand those of you that don't want to get out of bed or don't want to get off your couch and hike downtown when people around you just act like idiots. Or stand on their seats and start videotaping with their phones. Like, what are you taping? Are you going to post that on your Instagram or Facebook or Twitter and be like, hey, look, I was there. Like, sit down. We had a baseball game. You want to vid- you know, videotape when, on your phone when Mickey Cabrera comes out? Mickey Cabrera said hi to everybody. This guy loves the fans. All right, I'm no Cabrera fan, but you know what? This guy's waving to people. He's smiling at kids. That Videoing that would be cool. But when he's up at the plate or when he's just swinging in the on-deck circle, is it that necessary to be holding your phone up? So I'm like trying to see the game. 
I don't blame maybe some of you for going for for staying home and watching the Lions on TV on your giant screen in HD. Just a thought of mine for you. All right, that'll do it for this Tuesday edition of Locked On Lions. Thanks for making us your first listen. Subscribe if you haven't on YouTube, and we will talk to you again tomorrow.